I'd be curious to get your thoughts as someone who, I, I guess the, where we're similar is we're both human beings who need people time. Where we're different in, in a sense is you're kind of a developer. So you're kind of building um, an online software as a service type thing. Um, and I guess I am um, creating art, but I, I also kind of offer, I'm offering coaching and I'm, tr- I'm trying to basically, I guess my business is not just an online business. It's, it's got like a service-based element to it as well. Um, yeah. But I guess I think my hypothesis is that for both of us, even though we've got different types of business, uh, in person is still important both for work and for mental health. But yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just curious to uh, to hear to hear yeah. your, your perspectives on that. Yeah, I guess like I don't know for for me like in person activities are mainly for like my own sanity. Mm-hmm. I don't think I do any. I guess maybe I do some marketing and other things like that unintentionally uh, when in person, but like, it's not like, it's not like I'm trying to sell something to someone in person. If I'm doing more, it's more so just, I end up talking about what I'm doing or something like that, which, which I think falls under the category of marketing, but it's more so just people are interested in what you're doing. Right. So you end up talking about it. Yeah. So in person, yeah, in-person stuff for me mainly functions as like I need to stay like a sane human being. Um, I just enjoy hanging out with people, enjoy having whatever, being around friends, doing whatever, talking, talking shit mostly. Like just, you know, whatever is like in the moment, in-person things I enjoy doing, right? Um, I don't, I think almost all of my uh product related things are related to my online identity if that makes sense right so mm-hmm. i would say twitter i guess now youtube um maybe this podcast i guess um twitter yes yeah, i said twitter already twitter um is all like it's all semi related related to the products and things that i'm building so yeah the way i think about at least the way I'm starting to think about online uh, and building products is, is building my relationship with people through the internet is how I want to do it. So pretty much what that means is like making great content or making things that people relate to or people like and showing up enough in people's lives to the point where they feel like they know me and they trust me. So it's just more so like hopefully put out enough YouTube videos, put out enough stuff on Twitter, um, provide enough value through those means for people to be like, oh, okay, I've seen this guy before. I know who he is. I, tr- I trust them. That's my, uh, I guess my end goal. And like after getting to, you know, people trusting me is like, Oh, this person also, not only do they have a YouTube channel where they do like vlogs, they talk about X, X, Y, Z thing, or they talk about this thing on Twitter, or they wrote this thread on Twitter about this. They also make like this product or these other products. And like, these are things that 
you know, a hundred percent of the people probably aren't going to be interested in, but maybe like one to five to 10% of people, you know, will be interested in it. And that's a way I can kind of bring, bring, um, money back into myself for like creating all this content, which I enjoy doing. So that's kind of like how I'm thinking about my online presence in a way. Um, I guess there's also something to be said for like marketing a specific product in a certain way and doing these other, like other marketing, there's other ways to market products, these things. But I think the way that I want to go about it is building myself or making myself trustworthy or, and kind of like getting out there with people and bringing them back into those products. If that makes sense and kind of having them grow organically that way. Yeah. No, so this is, oh, this is really interesting. I am, um, cause I guess my thing was, uh, like blogging, like I've, I've been blogging on and off for I think six years now, just over six years. Um, and then maybe I'd say seriously for like three, uh, and like consistently, I mean, and, you know, I guess trying to, um, trying to lean into making, making an income from it. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of, I think, I guess I'm kind of, I'm trying to do a similar thing in a sense. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make money, I guess, off of my writing. And then with that comes kind of um, building people who are passionate about me and my work and what I do. And to, you know, over time, um, kind of find the right, have, have the right people, um, you know, buy my books or my group program or um, my coaching or whatever it might be. But I think... Yeah, for me, for me, it's that balance. And I think, yeah, a couple of points off the bat. We've got in-person and we've got online. Um, I think either way, conversations, like, I think it's really helpful and nourishing to have, like, conversations. And I think this podcast and, like, video calls are a nice bridge between those two things. Because when I think of online, it's kind of, what I've got in my head is like, I don't know, um, one way stuff that I'm putting out, whether it's tweets or either one way stuff I'm putting out or like just digital communications. Whereas, um, uh, I know something that you, you quite like doing, um, is connecting one-on-one with people, um, who you've kind of met like other makers. Um, yeah. And I, I actually think that that might be, I think that's quite important. Um, I think what I think what I've realized is, especially in the earlier days, um, real like human connections, it like and trust, it, it it can be built more easily and more organically, and it feels really good when you have it over, do it in person or over a video call. So, for example, let me chat, let me try and explain this. Okay, 10, 15 minute conversation with someone. Or, you know, if you're an author or a musician who reads your work or plays your music for 10 or 15 minutes in person, the, the, the ability and the connection that takes place in that time, I think, takes so much longer to garner online, whether it's Twitter, whether it's YouTube, you know, whatever it is. Um, I just think you can get that investment sooner up front. 
Um, so this is something I've been thinking a lot about, man. I'll be honest. So Twitter, this is my feeling. Twitter, for example, for yourself. Um, and this is where I know like Dan Rowden in particular has done really well because I know, uh, well, I, I think a lot of, from what I understand, a lot of his mark, Twitter is one of his big marketing channels. Um, you're kind of serving other make, you're a maker, you're serving other makers. I'm a writer. And so there's two things here. I've in the process of putting this book together and just anyway, a number of people have said to me, people don't buy books from on Twitter. If you're an author, people don't buy your books. They just retweet and they like, and they don't buy your books. So what I've realized about myself is in order to be smart and to figure out what nourishes me, like, because I thought Twitter was was like, I'm like I'm on Twitter for two re- main reasons. One for two reasons. One of those is marketing, and one of those is connecting with others um, in a way yeah. that feels good to me. And what I'm perhaps starting to realize is, marketing wise, is it as powerful as I thought it would be? I'm not sure. Perhaps not. And then the second thing is, when it comes to connection. Um, so you know you take that away and you're like well actually like you can waste a lot of time then on Twitter but if I okay and then the second thing was okay if if I'm on it to connect with others I've realized that actually perhaps marketing wise there might be better ways for me to focus on my marketing and connection wise I much prefer um, doubling down on connection where I'm like um for me connecting over tweets isn't for me like the sort of connect don't get me wrong it's fun and it's nice to dip in and out of conversations but i prefer connecting more meaningfully like over calls like this or yeah. in person so i'm i'll be honest i'm at a i'm at a spot right now where i'm wondering how twitter is serving me um so yeah that's yeah totally I'm just throwing that out there, like me in my, in my position, like um, with the audience that I'm uh, with, I guess, with what I'm doing and my audience. Uh, there's a lot of writers on Twitter, um, but I'm not sure. Um, or, yeah, p- perhaps it perhaps it's not. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still figuring it out. I'm, I'm somewhere between. I'm not sure if it was effective as I thought and like. I don't know how effective is it because I know for a fact that there's a huge writing community on Twitter. Um, so I don't know, I guess I'm just figuring it out, but I'm, I'm, I'm maybe, um, yeah, still, still figuring it out. Like I said. Yeah. I guess the way I've looked at Twitter online is like, so when I heard about whatever building in public, at least in the sphere of like engineers and developers and stuff was like, Oh, like you, or whatever people doing or indie hackers, people just go on there and they talk about their stuff on Twitter. And I don't know, somehow they get success from it or they get, you know, some sales or something from it. But like in my experience so far, it's been that community exists, but you kind of build your own sub community from it, if that makes sense. So like the community that you build is like the people you follow and the people you interact with on a regular basis, at least like that's, what it is for me mm-hmm. um but yeah as like as a marketing vessel and these other things i don't 
Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I think I use Twitter in a lot of different ways. And I think another way that I use it is I kind of try to get it to gauge um, interest for ideas and things that I want to work on or work on. Yeah. So if you wanted to write, so a good use case for you, I think would be if you wanted to write about something in particular, but you mm-hmm. didn't know if anyone gave a shit about what you were about to write about, or you wanted some sense of it was something that resonated with people, you could tweet about it and see the reaction from the people that follow you, right? Um, if they, if they enjoyed or not. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. Like, like I said, I, I've, um, so, so the book I'm putting together, I'm basically, I've, it's like a collect, it's interviews with self-published authors. And so I've got to connect with some of them who I, who I'd never spoken to. We might have connected online or they were like kind of referred by someone else who I knew who was an author. And yeah, just, it's on like, I was speaking to someone and a couple of them have said, um, yeah, I've not really made any, I've not really made sales on, on Twitter for my writing. Um, and, and there's this guy now, he still writes, but he's kind of got into photography and he's kind of starting a photography business where he's, um, you know, trying to do coaching and courses. And he was like, yeah, I found my clients through, um, what was it? Not Gumtree, Craigslist. Huh. Um, and I'm just like, and of course, it's a weird time with the whole pandemic, but I'm just like, I need, I, I guess I've now thought, because obviously half of what I do is um, making, kind of wanting to make money from my writing. And the other half of what I do is wanting to make money around my writing, you know, from, from my coaching and, and my courses and whatnot. So I guess I'm just really now at a, at a spot where, you know, after I've got some space and I've, I've, I've released this book, I'm, I'm going to really perhaps be asking myself and be a little bit more intentional or maybe, maybe experiment in some, um, in some other ways. And I think another thing for me, man, with Twitter, um, and this is, I'm curious to ask you because this, this is just the, I don't want to be, I guess I am being assumptive, but this is kind of what I've surmised. I know you really enjoy accountability and kind of sharing what you're up to and, um, I know you, you've gone through periods where you're, you've, you know, you've done that daily, even. I don't know if you're doing that at the moment. Um, that for me has, has never felt, I, I always struggled with dipping in and out of Twitter in my day. Um, or, or that, that just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. I get too distracted. Even if I use something like to schedule tweets and what have you, like, so I guess that's another thing. I see I see some people using Twitter, like they're constantly on it through the day, sharing what they're up to. And that just doesn't work for me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it works for me. Sorry, I don't know if there... I don't know if I heard an exact question in there. No, you answer, didn't, but... man. Sorry, I do that okay. a lot. I just, uh, I just say no, stuff and just leave it there. <laughs> no, it totally makes sense though. Like it's... I, I think that used to happen to me uh, but it doesn't happen to me anymore because I think the way I operate on Twitter now is like, I use Twitter. Twitter doesn't use me. I think it's the way it works now, 100%. which it used to be the other way around, which was like, I would hop on Twitter and like endlessly scroll through stuff. Now, when I get on Twitter, it's like, 
I get on Twitter and I tweet or I reply to people or I, that's pretty much it. I do those two things. Um, and I don't, I'm, I go there with a purpose. I set like a timer and then after that timer I'm done. And then because like I told you earlier, I have, I'm doing quite a lot of things now. Like it's like on to the next thing. And I've been a lot better recently about tracking my time. So I like 15 minutes doing this. Okay. Next thing is like, whatever. I'm going to spend the next hour editing this video or I'm going to spend the next hour doing whatever. Um, yeah. So, and then also I wanted to say one other thing earlier, you said the word experiment. And I think like, that's the word I like the most in life. Um, <laughs> or it's like, I think it's the best way to think about not life, but whatever being an indie maker is I think you want to look at all the things you're doing as a series of experiments and working off of the reactions or the data or whatever you get from those experiments that you run. So like that guy who, I don't know how we found clients off Craigslist, like that's an experiment that probably not a lot of people ran that probably not a lot of people did and he did it and he found some success with it. So it's like, and even when you said that, it just reminded me of like, I've, I need to experiment more. It's so easy to get lulled into this pattern of like doing, doing the same things or semi same things. And I think the real magic is like when you break out of that and you do these different experiments, you do different things. Cause then you get like new inputs, you get new, you get all these new things that you just didn't know or didn't do before because you were so busy, like doing the, you know what I mean? Doing the things that you always do. Right. Yeah, man. That's a really nice, that's really interesting what you said there about like, it was just an experiment that I've not ran. Um, I think sometimes online, it feels like, I don't know. You can become like, like for example, sorry, for example, in like the, the there's like the indie hackers and the Twitter maker bubble, you've got like Reddit and Quora and Twitter and just like online stuff, um, and then you can kind of get lost in that. And um, yeah, experiments. I, I I love the whole. I love exper the experimental word philosophy as well. Um, one of my favorite people in fact he yeah he was one of the original people i found online i came across who was making money from his blogging and he's uh he's done startup stuff and then he went down the more indie solopreneur route and he's recently had a clear out and he's taking a new direction his name's corbett Barr, and he says his whole thing is you need to treat your you need to treat your business um as as an experiment like a scientist would in a lab you've got a hypothesis, you test that hypothesis. This is, this is the, you know, you, you're continually running new experiments. Um, and yeah, also that the guy who shared the Craigslist thing with me, what it made me think about, cause I used to do tutoring and for tutoring, you've got some sites where you put your details up. Um, but I, I, I did like leafleting in my local area and I got like three, four responses from, don't know two three hundred leaflets or whatever it was maybe about three four hundred maybe um yeah and i don't know there was something about the again i would call that in person so i guess i'm, I'm just thinking 
I'm just thinking more outside the box and I'm like, um, I don't know, do you know, do I want to do do it? Whereas for example, I could run an experiment where I want to do, I don't know, workshops or meetups. I could run those online. Um, or I could host it at, as, as a meetup or, um, you know, speak to a library or a co-working space and do it in person. So this is where I'm trying to, yeah, again, perhaps experiment more for myself with the in-person stuff, um, you know, whilst I, whilst I can and whilst I'm able to right now, because, you know, things are opened up right now with the pandemic. So, and it, it, I guess it was part, so, you know, my, my book is just coming out as an ebook this month, and then I want to release it at the end of the year as the paperback. And I guess that'll be a nice little incentive for me to run my experiments with in-person stuff with the physical copy of my book through, I don't know, um, speaking to bookstores um, about kind of uh, talking about my book or, I don't know, experimenting with um, writers groups or I, I don't know, man. I just want to, I just want I think I want to dip my toe more into in-person stuff, even if it's just, once a week or a couple of times a month um yeah yeah but but again this is where i do think i've said this a couple of times but it feels important by nature of what you do um and what you're trying to build would it be fair to say you're you're trying to build an online product like whether it's recurring revenue or one like it's it's an online product that you're building right or pro online products i guess i don't know what what do you mean by like online products i mean i'm also not against like i'm cool with i think making whatever like whatever comes to mind whatever i do but yeah one of my I think one of my goals is to have a SaaS, like a software as a service type business. Like that's something I definitely want to achieve. Um, yeah, that's definitely one of my goals is to have like a successful SaaS business or semi-successful at the very least. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, I mean, and I mean, what, like I say, and it might change, but what, what, I've, what you've been doing up, in, up until this point is, you know, you've been making... Uh, have you had like other products you're making right now? Would you, would you call them SaaS products necessarily? I guess I don't even really know what you want to call software as a service. I guess it's right. software as a service. I, so, so this is why, this is why I called it an online product. Okay. Yeah. Whereas myself on the other hand, books, you've got like, a, you've got books, you've got paper, you've got um, physical books, you've got online books. And then, like I say, my, my coaching, I'm doing, you know, I've had a couple of coaching clients and I've done those online, but so, so this, I guess this is the distinction I'm making. You've got on just like we, we've got online and real world stuff that we've been talking about. I think, I think you do have online and real world businesses. And I think I may be acknowledging that mine is not purely an online business. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Like, I like with the, even though it kind of is, I guess I've got, 
I think my I think my business. Here's what I'm trying to say. I think this is this is what I'm trying to say. It's not just an online business. It's also a service based business. Um, and I believe for my service based business, real world marketing activities can be really helpful in a way that is that you wouldn't necess- that isn't necessarily applicable to an online business if that makes sense does that make sense yeah i guess i just don't see much like real world marketing i guess you have billboards i mean i'm sure it's all over the place i just don't pay attention to it or it's I like it's like the, so it's like the um so i'm somewhere like so right now at this moment in time i'd say your business using the terminology we've used is more online You've got like bricks and mortar businesses. So I'm talking um, like a mortgage advisory business, like a, a sweet shop. They're like, yeah. I would call them bricks and mortar service-based businesses. Um, I'm feeling like I might be somewhere between those, maybe leaning more towards online, but because I'm kind of providing services um, in what I'm doing, uh, and yes, I can find those people. I, I, I can find those, I can find those people online and like kind of build a relationship over time through my online stuff and my podcast and my blog and whatnot. But um, I, one of, one of the hypotheses I have, one of the hypotheses, 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 I think is a word I have at the moment is that in the early days, it's useful to think of your um, online business as a service-based business. Um, and by that, I mean uh, getting yourself in front of people, whether it's online or over video or over calls, um, in terms of getting feedback, in terms of building relationships, in terms of getting yourself out there, Um I, I feel that's really important. And I'm pretty sure I've kind of seen for, it happens different, differently for different people, but for people who are like, how I found my first 10 or first 50 customers, a lot of it was one-to-one. Old school, one-to-one, like reach out, kind of emails, calls, emails that led to a call. Someone then, someone then said, yes, I'll buy it. Um, in, in fact, was that not what, happen has happened to yourself in terms of you picking up like a couple of people that way i mean for like warp uh i mean the new like the latest thing i'm working on i'm probably gonna go back to working on warp but like for warp i guess it was it was mostly like in-person stuff or semi-in-person video calls and, and things that led to people being like yeah like i'll use this or i'll I want to try it or, or other things like that. Um, so that's really important. Like surely that, that feels to me quite important. May, maybe I think in the beginning. Yeah. Right. I think it's super beginning in the important uh, or super important in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. And I'm like, I, I this is where I'm saying, I think I need to, I want to continue because like I say, I'm, I'm moving. I'm, I'm, I, my intentions are to, um, to, to have the freedom to run this business such that I'm generating revenue and I can be anywhere to generate that revenue. Right. 
but to get there uh, in the earlier days if you like I, I feel like it's really important to get yourself out there and to show up to places and to have calls and to 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 meet to meet people meet people in quotation marks whether that's over video uh or over voice or whether that's you know in real life somewhere yeah um sorry do you do you know what time we're at for this no idea zoom doesn't tell me but i feel like okay. um we're probably there or there right now yeah, i'm pretty sure we started yeah, recording. yeah yeah just before yeah i think we're there or thereabouts yeah uh i think we are uh any closing closing thoughts yeah i I guess online versus in person yeah man i guess i guess i think we got there eventually well yeah i got there eventually but i think what i was trying to tease out of myself was um it's useful especially in the earlier days of a business to do some uh to basically, to, to, to basically get, get yourself away from the content and the and the and the the social media and actually have calls with people or do in-person activities of some kind, whatever that looks like to you. Um, yeah. And then the other thing, I guess, which we we kind of talked about, but I think I think I we kind of got into we their conversation has gone different places but i think it was really important is um like you said whether it's with your friends just kicking back away from your screen um doing real life stuff like connecting with other people or it's this is where i said you know i talked about doubling down and like it so this is an example for me rather than just have fleeting conversations with people on WhatsApp or Twitter all day long, for me, the master, my mastermind groups have been like so helpful, like just jumping on calls with people or jumping on you, like jumping on a call with you like this or having yeah. a group of people I check in with once a week or once a fortnight. It's so much more useful. So I just think, you know, I guess away from marketing and life and sorry, marketing and work, um, just for life, just as human beings, I just think to have, um, there's a lot of value, intrinsic value through connection and, and the emotional support that comes from just being with other people, you know, over, over video or over, or, you know, in real life. Yeah, I totally agree. And the only thing I want to say is like, people, we've had the internet, I don't know how long, I don't know, less than a hundred years for sure. And it's like, everything else has been in real life. So that's a huge part of, of life. And I don't know, I think to live a healthy life or like a happy life, I think you need genuine in-person meaningful contact. And the internet is like, it's not always the healthiest place depending on your mind state, because a lot of it is filled with like, at least for the indie hackers or indie maker space, and I can speak for myself probably like about a year, uh, a year ago, where like all I would see is highlights. All I would see is people hitting MRR goals or here's this thing that I did that was great or this other thing that was fantastic. And it's just like, 
you constantly see everyone, what seems to be everyone doing very well. And then you compare yourself to them and you're like, man, I'm so far behind or I'm so whatever. And so it's, I don't know. It's just like a reminder, I guess, that everyone is on their, their own journey at different points in time. Like, and I don't know, just the internet is depending on your state of mind, isn't always super healthy, I guess. The internet and I guess even this journey that we're on. Um, it's a treacherous one. It can be for sure. <laughs> it's a treacherous one, man. Even like, like I, I, I've been, I've been through times where I'm just like, like, it's just not, you know, I'm just in a shitty spot or I've just not had not had a great week or I'm just like, this isn't happening. Like as quickly as I'm wanting it to happen. Um, and I know, you know, a couple yeah. of weeks ago when you were at your folks's place, you were in a spot of like procrastination and like not feeling great about that. And then I think at that time when you're online and everyone's sharing, this is what I did today. And, you know, yeah, yeah. this is my MMR, MRR and you know, this is, uh, yeah. And um, th- this is where I feel like these conversations, like you know, just conversations, like conversations, <laughs> I was going to say conversations like this, but just conversations full stop are really validating because you're not seeing that um, one-dimensional slice of reality, you know? Yeah. Um, Also, so let's just like wrap up, I guess. Also, um, yeah, so everyone who's listening, you know, who's going to listen to this, thanks for taking the time to listen. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. I don't know if Jess, if you have something to say. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to say the same. Thank you. But I also wanted to say, like, I feel like this conversation is, I, I don't know. Um, I, I wonder if people have feelings about this conversation in person, online, whether it comes to marketing and, you know, uh, what you feel. Uh, yeah, just any, any feelings you have about um, your preference or the balance between the two or what, what's worked for you, what you've tried, what you've experimented with um and also yeah just anything else that you might have resonated with or anything that we might have missed in this conversation um we're 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 both on um we're both on twitter even though i did express that (laughs) i'm having mixed feelings about it it's still the place that it's still this it's still the platform i i I spend the most time on on you know for my sins um yeah so yeah, like we, we, we kind of share in, in, in the, in the, in the notes, don't be on the podcast, but I'm on there. Jazzrad, J-A-S-R-A-J-0. Uh, Sasha, uh, what's your handle again? Uh, it's, it's at Sasha Tuch, which is at S-A-S-A-C-O-C-I-C. Yeah. Um, so yeah, send send, send us a tweet um, or, um, or uh, you, yeah, you're welcome to email me as well. Um I'm jazz at indiewriter.net. If you'd rather not send it in a tweet and you want to send me something a little bit more private, like, um, yeah, I don't know. This, these conversations feel, feel quite, um, quite poignant. Um, and yeah, I'd love to just hear other people's perspectives because I'm sure other, others do have them. Um, so yeah, thanks a lot for listening and, uh, yeah. See you again soon. See you.